welcome to the Shamrock English Podcast, produced by Shamrock Idiomas English Academy in Murcia, Spain. Improve your listening skills with entertaining conversations. Hello, Happy New Year. And Happy New Year to you too. Yeah. Too late to be saying that still? Mm, no. We're still in January, so I suppose, yeah. First episode of the New Year. And uh, today I'm joined by fellow Shamrockers, Hannah and Kaylee. Hello. To talk about something that has been a bit of a hot topic for a while now, but it's only set to get much, much hotter in the coming <laughs> years, I think. Probably. I know very little about AI. To yeah, be me too. I hear it a lot, but then what exactly it is, who knows? I've noticed recently, well, I've, I've started using some myself recently because it's actually starting to get better, I suppose, because <laughs> I remember way back when we started to translate us not knowing really any decent Spanish and having to write in Spanish. We tried to use Google Translate and it was absolutely oh. woeful. I mean, really bad translations. It still is, isn't it? <laughs> become much, much better. And I mean, there are some really, really good instant translation devices on the internet at the moment. Mm -hmm. You literally put in a text and it spits out spectacular translations. Yeah. You have to tweak them if you know what to look for, but they're really good and so much faster than I am. <laughs> well, you, can, you can even use ChatGPT to, to, to translate anything for you, can't you? Yeah. Which I suppose teaching another language makes us think about why on earth will we be needed? Yeah, that's the thing. That's one of the big concerns about artificial intelligence is that it's going to take our jobs. Yeah, I feel like, like are we just going to become useless? What's the point if you can just put everything into your computer and do it from home? Do you need to come to class? Like, what's the point? Mm -hmm. It's a big concern. What kind of jobs do you think are most at risk? Because I know a few years ago, you know, people were very worried about certain jobs like lorry drivers and things like that or supermarket checkout workers having their jobs taken by yeah um, self-checkout machines or self-driving cars and things like that but it feels like that problem hasn't even really happened yet and now we have all the jobs that we thought were going to be safe um, on their way out as well like teachers, for example. <laughs> you know what happened during COVID when the kind of from home learning? Yeah. It wasn't successful. No, I was finishing uni online, studying two languages, and there was just no concept of like a speaking class. There was no point where people could just mute themselves and say they had technical difficulties if they were, weren't feeling up for it. So I don't so, think it was that successful. I don't think that the, the human interaction is going to ever really be taken out completely out of a learning process. But I suppose we'll have to focus on teaching other things, things that a machine cannot teach. They can teach mm -hmm. the facts. They can give you the facts faster than we could, probably more complete with more detail and more perfectly. But they can't really necessarily apply whatever they're giving you or, or show you what to use it for or how. Yeah, like is it as natural as a native speaker? Definitely not. I don't think I'm as hopeful as you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because, you know, we've all had really bad teachers before, haven't we? True. Yeah. And uh, even some of my students complain about their teachers at school, basically saying they copy what's in the book onto the board and don't explain anything. And it, um, it seems to me that there are some AIs that could probably do a better job than some human beings. Oh, gosh. Even in teaching. I think anything to do with statistics, calculations, just sheer amount of facts and data, machines will always be better than us. 100%.
and I don't see a problem with that. I it did kind of I don't know I, I did find it concerning that um, at this point, for example, Jet Chat GPT yeah. can create or, or can write a poem for you. Yes. <laughs> now, how original it is, I don't know. Um, the same as some AIs can create beautiful works of art so much faster. <laughs> yeah. That I find much more concerning. Yeah, because they, they the are the jobs that we thought were going to be safe, artists and creatives yeah. that would always need a human touch, but yeah, are we not. Are we just going to become really boring as humans and just not be creative anymore because the computer can do it for us? It's quite faster and better. So what do you think that will do to the value of art, nice pictures and, and things like that, and music? Um, do you think that it will impact the way that we see art that's created by people in any way? Definitely. Because I feel like now we look at art and we really appreciate it. And you just stand there and think, oh, my God, the time and effort the person, the artist put into it. Or not when you see this blank canvas yeah. with like five <laughs> little lines and squiggles. Or some squiggles, like, yeah. That was painted by an elephant. Okay. It's abstract, though. <laughs> appreciate the abstractness. <laughs> but yeah, if it was done by a computer, we're not going to really appreciate it, are we? I, I think that already kind of was an issue when, when it was the idea of what about an original versus a fake? Yeah. So if you fake, if you copy somebody's work of art, to perfection in all its beauty, it is worth less because it's not the original. Yeah. So we value the originality and the original artwork. So is that now just going to be the same? It's like, it's just worth less because it's not done by a human. So the value we assign it doesn't necessarily have to do with the beauty of it, but yeah. with the creative spark that another person put into it. I guess it depends what you mean by worth less. I mean, you know, are people going to be needed to create images for posters and things like that? If uh, a company can get a machine to do it for. Yeah. I saw this really, really weird thing on, um, apparently, for example, there is um, an AI artificial um, supermodel or model. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I've seen this. Yes. Um, <laughs> this, this lady from Barcelona who doesn't yeah. exist with the pink yeah. hair, right? Yeah. Now, obviously less trouble for the people doing the photo shoots because like she's on, she's on the screen and they just tweak a bit. A, a bit doesn't need it. paying. No, no, no fuss, no drama. No. That's true. And that's a problem I didn't even see coming, you know, no. replacing models. No. <laughs> and then I heard people voicing concerns that, well, this kind of absolutely perfect image of a person will then give us this false reality and we, try to aspire to their perfection, which we'll never reach. But I thought rather than that, it was kind of a relief. So if the yeah. supermodel is fake, then I really don't have to compete with her because she's not real. Interesting. Yeah, that's true. The expectations aren't there. They're not real. So of course I don't look like this model. It's not real. That is a good point. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of like, okay. That might work for some people, maybe not for everyone. <laughs> yeah, possibly. It's like, but it's this, this ideal you, you aspire to and it's like, I'm not going to compete with AI because what's the point? And um, kind of takes a bit of pressure off. Um, all the things we mentioned, I think, maybe are quite trivial compared to what could possibly go wrong. I don't mm. mean to be so negative about things here. Maybe we'll come on to some of the benefits <laughs> in a moment. But um, the potential for serious catastrophes to be brought on as a result of artificial intelligence 
is pretty high, wouldn't you say? I mean, this is the reason why the creators of it are so worried about mm, lifting the, the lid off it in the first place. But what exactly are we talking about? I mean... The end of the world? I'm talking about, you know, starting wars and things like that, or, you know, creating fake images of missile attacks or something like that to provoke retaliation, that sort of thing. But I suppose that would just be people and, and analysis and having to get that much better at spotting what is fake and what is real. The same way that we've invested, I mean, we've been, I don't know, checking the authenticity of artwork for, for, for youngs. So the, the difference really is just that we have to refine the process in figuring out what's real and what isn't. I guess so, but you know, sometimes you don't have much time to do that. If, uh, if you think some crazy government somewhere is uh, firing a missile in your direction. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so far, I think the thing about it is we're scared of AI up to a point because we're saying it's intelligent and more intelligent than we are, but it's not actually intelligent or sentient. It's just data analysis. And what's scary behind it is people behind it. So you said that um, it's not really intelligent. It, it depends on how you define intelligence. I mean, we've, there's been so many different topics now, like what is intelligent and who, there are many different types of intelligence. So if you just think about logical thinking and like the analysis of facts and things like that, well then yes, the machine is good at that, but they're not intelligent in a way that people are. It's a completely different yeah. What do you think about that? Do you think um, the AI would ever be a sentient being, like with its own personal thoughts? No. Like I have to agree with what Hannah said. I think there's so many different types of intelligence, but I just see AI as like data, producing data at a very fast rate, obviously quicker than we could. But I don't know. I think it's a different, I don't think it could replace the human intelligence. Do you think it might ever turn its back on its creators? Well, there will have to be special codes written into it, no? That's what the films tell us. <laughs> it's like, not to go against my master and things like that. I don't know. I'm clearly much more worried than you guys yeah, are. Yeah, I am. <laughs> like, on a scale of 1 to 10, I'm about 11. Really? <laughs> I haven't talked that far into it, but now maybe I should be scared. <laughs> Wake up, people. Yeah. I think the, the problem with misinformation or misinformation that's out there, that is something that is definitely worrying. But I mean, there's so much we don't know anyway. Meaning, I mean, the information we, we receive or, or have access to, I mean, there's an awful lot more that we don't see, whether there's AI or not. For me, the, the problem is that whether it's really intelligent or not, it will look and behave as if it is, you know? So I think um, it could even lead people to treat it like it is, like, you know, if, if you have a AI, program inside a robot that looks like a person people start treating them like they are like they are people but, um, but why would we put artificial intelligence inside a human looking thing anyway because <laughs> we can and i think there would be a certain demand for that you know for mm. in shops and things if you're being served by a robot you kind of want it to look like a person don't you yeah but why would you want to be served by a robot well, we don't, but I guess the companies would prefer to have us served by a robot so that they don't have to pay people to do it. Yeah. I guess that there's a possibility for that happening, but I don't think I'm going to see it. 
<laughs> no, I think it's going to take a long, long time to get that far into AI. Yes. Like physically replacing people. I don't know if it's in our near future. You know, I was in a cafe um, a couple of months ago and there was a little mm, trolley thing on wheels bringing our drinks to us. So. And somebody <laughs> operated it with a little remote control from behind the counter or it was like literally so. going on its own? Not that I saw, no. I think uh, like it's like one of those, you know, those Hoover Hoover, yeah, yeah. Hoover, it kind of has a floor pan in its, in its head, doesn't it? So, That's mm. so unsettling. It's creeping in. It's creeping in. Are we going to be able to communicate as humans? Are we just going to get really socially awkward because we're just going to be served? Most people are already socially awkward. Yeah. Enough. <laughs> Maybe it will benefit those people. I guess I don't have to make small talk with a robot. Well, yeah, on the, on the benefits side of things, uh, what else do you think are the benefits that AI could bring? Because I'm sure there's going to be a lot. They're the things we should really be focusing on. Access to information, I mean, has increased so much. And I mean, for example, just now when, when you teach your students a, a topic and they have to write something, for example, I mean, I think it was you showed me, Katie showed me a, a writing. Yes. Beautifully written. It was amazing. Okay. okay. Yeah. It was really, really well written, obviously not by the students. Yeah. I, yeah. I could appreciate the language, but I was like, where did this come from? This is beautiful. You have this, um, this um, possibility now that you can actually um, say, I need a writing on this topic. I want it to sound like this. And then the computer produces it for you. Now, there are flaws because they're not always perfect. Yeah. The idea that we use it as a learning tool is great because if it's out there, why not use it? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for example, there are, there are websites now where you can actually write something. It corrects it for you, shows you your language mistakes. It won't correct necessarily your style or whether or not that's the appropriate tone mm. in that particular case or if the expression's right. It's definitely a learning tool and that's great. Yeah, especially if it can correct you. Great. Yes. Learn from your own mistakes. Yes, Try again. Absolutely. Move on. Yeah, I don't mean to sound negative again, oh, but it just, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it just sounds like that, that kind of thing is going to take away people's natural ability to... Um, but yeah. people say that as well with the spell check and... A spell check on word document and we can still write can't we we can <laughs> <laughs> but yeah maybe people will become like hyper dependent on it yeah it's great for writing and stuff but then when it comes to having a conversation you're just going to say one second i'll need to whip out my ai before i answer your question <laughs> before i have an opinion on that yeah. <laughs> I, I saw as well there are these new programs there you kind of um so you have a video and you basically have the the video adapt to the language you put over it. I don't know exactly how it works, but so this person was speaking in French. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then you applied some kind of filter and um, the language setting, and then you watched the same video again with the same person, but suddenly they spoke in Spanish Whoa. and their lips were synced to the language, No way. which basically means instant translations are like really, really, yeah. I think that they're going to happen very soon which that means okay interpreters hello where they're gonna they're yeah these voice out. actors um they're they're on their way out <laughs> in the next couple of years probably maybe or not i suppose for your everyday use if you want to communicate with a person in another language and you really don't speak each other's language mm -hmm. i think ai is a wonderful tool it's a wonderful tool. It's just, you know, a shame for those of us who like to go to, to the trouble of learning a language. 
that kind of not being necessary anymore? I don't think it makes it unnecessary. But for example, my husband has a friend who's from the Ukraine. They don't speak the same language, but they go fishing together. Yeah. And they communicate through the mobile. Okay. Um, the translation is instantaneous and it works. Yeah. And his friend doesn't have to speak Spanish and he doesn't have to speak uh, Ukrainian. It's, um, obviously, it's great for, for just facilitating some types of communication. And um, we can't, we, you know, we, we shouldn't try to turn turn back the clock on that. There's no, no. no point. Or, or being better and faster at creating PowerPoint presentations and, and, I don't know, little bits and bobs that help you just be more efficient and faster at what you're doing. You still have to give it your personal tweak and touch. Um, the thing I'm really excited about is medical breakthroughs that could uh, come about as a result of AI. Mm -hmm. Like what? Um, just like detecting things quicker, that sort of thing. Because AI is much better at processing information than a human. I'm no doctor, you know. Finding <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's wrong with you faster. Finding out what's yeah. wrong with you faster. Being able to analyze whatever your your levels are or whatever and coming up with a conclusion from that that is so crazy it's so i don't know like imagine studying to be a doctor for seven years and now a computer might be able to do your job better yeah i guess it's you know in the long run that's um a good thing really for for humanity uh but it and is again, why you're a doctor. Yeah, <laughs> I, but that just means that whatever people are going to be studying in medicine has to adapt to what's out there it doesn't render them useless so I think that as soon as things have become kind of more mechanical, anything to do in our life, we've kind of adapted to it little by little. The only thing that people are truly worried about is like the ethics behind it. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I suppose we have to constantly work on that, but not because AI in itself is dangerous, but because people are. Yeah, the people behind it. So, um, the whole ethical part of it will be forever our concern. I remember talking about the ethics of robotics and things like that when I was at school mm -hmm. um, a long, long time ago. <laughs> so nothing has changed there. Things have become better and faster, but we have to work on ourselves rather than worry about AI. Yeah, it's more about it falling into the wrong hands, really. And having the right framework, legal and and ethical in in place to kind of control what we've created but i am still worried about it turning against us <laughs> i've seen that movie it ain't pretty oh. well in the end we always win yeah in the movies i i don't think i'm that negative about it because i can see many things that can actually many good things that can come of it yeah same it's not something that's keeping me up at night yet the negatives but maybe now i'm more concerned <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I think you guys have put my mind at rest a little bit, oh, actually. So, nice. Well, we've clearly just scratched the surface of everything that AI has to offer us. Yes, especially because actually the mechanics of it and, and how it works, we really don't know. It's like this is just normal people trying to figure out what, yeah. <laughs> what's we should, happening. Yeah, we should come back to this topic in a year. And, and do an update, happens. part two. <laughs> it won't be us, it'll be a Help. robot. <laughs> yeah, taking over. Well, do you know what I think the listeners should do of their own volition while they, you know, still have the choice and AI hasn't taken that choice away from them? Okay. Like the podcast and yeah. give it five stars. Absolutely. Great idea. Yes. 
That's it for today. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Shamrock English Podcast. We hope you found it enjoyable. Remember to like and subscribe and keep an ear out for our next episode. Bye.